Hi friends, Kurt here. You know, I have not put out a new episode of Weathering Coronavirus recently for a variety of reasons. And I can share some of that, but really, the reason I am putting out an episode today is because there is so much confusion about mask wearing related to COVID-19. And I think the confusion is causing stress and people taking sides, you know, socially. I think it's causing judgmental attitudes and anger and adding to the problem that we're really facing. You know, COVID-19 is uh, definitely a, a virulent disease that does cause a lot of distress for people who are susceptible to it. I'm not saying susceptible in sense of who can catch it because it's very virulent. Most people can catch it. I'm talking about the people that are susceptible because of their current health condition. COVID-19 is not a big deal for healthy people. Now, I know that that sounds like heresy because that's not the message that we're getting right now from the health department. Oh, it is if you look, but everyone is trying to protect the people that are susceptible because of a lack of health. If you have a compromised immune system or other underlying health conditions that make your body have a bigger challenge responding to COVID, then you are at a greater risk. And we do know that people do die. People have talked a lot about the death rate from COVID-19, and still it's not well established. And if you dig on the internet and look for scientific studies and things like that, you'll find that the actual fatality rate of the disease is much, much, much lower than what I think the media is trying to portray. But the media has a job of keeping everyone safe in a sense. So they have to make sure that people uh, understand that it is a dangerous illness. And it is. I'm not trying to minimize that statement. But how dangerous is it? We still don't know. And the main reason that we don't know is that so many people get sick with COVID. And if they even know that they have COVID, um, they're not getting tested because they're having just a mild go of it. And so the majority, vast majority of people that get COVID never get recorded as having COVID-19. If they wanted to know what the true fatality rate is for COVID-19, then they would have to randomly sample large, large numbers of people for antibodies and for active cases to determine how many people are actually getting sick. Then they know how many people are dying and they would be able to actually come up with a true and accurate fatality rate. But that's not being done. Uh, it's not being publicized if it is being done where jurisdictions have tried to do some random sampling. It wasn't actually randomized. Uh, people showed up because they thought they had COVID, therefore they were tested. Well, if they thought they had COVID, then there is a higher probability that they might have. And so those numbers are skewed. Um, so we don't know what the actual fatality rate is. We do know that it's much lower than originally suspected. We do know that COVID-19 is very virulent. It's easily transmitted between people, especially because of the aerosols when a disease can be spread by aerosols. What that means is that the little water particulates that go in and out of our mouths and noses when we breathe or sneeze or cough can carry the illness to someone else. And those people can catch the illness from those water droplets then that makes it a difficult type of illness to fight. That's why the common cold is so virulent. 
But it, it also probably is a reason why most people, when they get a cold, it's no great alarm. You just know you're going to be uncomfortable for a week to 10 days and you'll be past it because the human race collectively has built up a great immune response to colds. People don't generally die of colds, although they do. Who dies of colds? People that are already dying from something else. People that are severely immunodepressed. People that have extreme underlying health conditions. They die from colds. Okay. We don't think of colds in those terms. We think of a cold as sneezing and a runny nose and some watery eyes and, wow, I don't feel great. Right? COVID-19 is worse than a cold. I'm not trying to say that it's not. But... What I am saying is that colds spread very similarly to COVID-19. They spread in about the same way. That's why the common cold is so pervasive. You know, people get the common cold. Well, COVID-19 spreads in about the same way. And that is alarming when you think that COVID-19 is, it's it's a more serious illness than a cold. Well, but... I don't want to jump down the rabbit hole of arguing about how dangerous COVID-19 is. I do want to make the distinction, though, that for healthy people, COVID-19 usually has symptoms like a mild flu. For people that are less healthy, it's going to be a bigger deal. And we do not know who necessarily is more susceptible and who is not. That's also a challenge. I would say this. If you are someone who has underlying medical health conditions, especially respiratory illnesses, you already know that you're in a situation where you are more at risk. If you are older and you have more issues fighting off any illness because of your immune system, then you are more at risk. I did not record this today to make an argument for how dangerous COVID-19 may or may not be. I would like to be able to say with confidence that it's much less of a concern than people may think that it is because that feels really good to say. However, for someone who is at risk, it's a big concern. And that's really the point that I think needs to be made today because today I want to talk about masks. There are two camps of COVID-19. People that weather it easily when they catch it because they are healthy and they have a great healthy immune system and people who don't. And we can't accuse someone who doesn't of not taking care of themselves or that sort of thing. Uh, Their immune system could be more susceptible to COVID-19 for reasons that we haven't even thought of yet. So I don't think it's a fair statement. But we do know that uh, there is an at-risk group and a less at-risk group. So why do you wear a mask when it comes to the COVID-19 epidemic? Why are we getting recommendations from the jurisdictional health departments? Why is the CDC saying that it's a good idea? Um, There's a lot of confusion about this. And I think it's because people haven't paid close enough attention. I've had a lot of people tell me that they don't want to listen to weathering coronavirus because it makes them think about the illness, makes them scared because they're trying not to dwell on the disease. I get it. 
I understand that and I, I'm not critical of that, but that means there are also a lot of people out there who are not getting the facts. They're not getting the news because they want to ignore talk about the disease because it makes them too uncomfortable. So they're reacting perhaps without the information that they could use to make uh, balanced decisions and have balanced perspectives. So I wanted to put this out. Now, I just said they those people probably are not listening to this, but maybe you are and maybe you are a loved one or a friend of someone like that and you can help them with understanding. Personal anecdote. I went mountain biking the other day and as we were coming off the high mountain trail, we ended up on a more frequently used trail. It was a wide trail, but still not mobs of people. You know, you might meet people every quarter mile or so. And I was really surprised to see people hiking alone wearing a mask in nature in that kind of a dispersed situation. I was shocked. It was clear to me that they had very little understanding of what the mask can and cannot do for them and that they probably did not understand the purpose behind wearing the mask in the first place. The other thing that kind of surprised me is that, of course, mountain biking, you cannot wear a mask. Forget it. You know, you have to be able to breathe with zero restrictions to be able to do the things that we do on mountain bikes. So <laughs> they would look at us with fear in their eyes because we came by without a mask on. And uh, of course, we were out in the open air and socially distanced. And even the CDC makes it clear that the mask is for situations where you cannot be socially distanced. But regardless, it made me realize that there is a lot of misunderstanding around what the mask can and cannot do for you. So I wanted to put out a clarification episode. Um, I've done a lot of research on this, and I feel like we can stick to the facts first. I will tell you the established facts, not my opinion, not Kurt's opinion. It'll be the established facts first, and then I am going to share a little opinion afterwards, and I'll tell you when the opinion starts and the facts stop. So this first part is not opinion. This is established. We know these things to be true. Number one, the mask that you're wearing, if it's one of these cloth coverings, a homemade covering, uh, maybe it's a buff, maybe it is a medical mask, but it's not one of the high-end like surgical medical masks those are a whole different category i'm talking about the masks that 99.9 percent .9 of us have access to right now right so i'm talking about the masks that are being worn all around the world right now those masks do not let me repeat those masks do not filter viruses that is a fact those masks do not keep you from inhaling viruses. When you breathe through that mask, viruses go right through it. And they go right around it as well. The only type of mask that could keep out a virus is a mask that you don't have access to. That means that wearing a mask is not protecting you from COVID-19. I think that some people are confused about that. Um, that's not the purpose of wearing the mask. And if you're wearing a mask to protect yourself, then that's not the right reason. It's not doing much for you at all. I'm going to read what the CDC, the Center of Disease Control, has published about masks. And 
then kind of clarify what they're trying to say here. First, the CDC recommends that people wear cloth face coverings in public settings and when around people who don't live in your household, especially when other social distancing measures are difficult to maintain. Notice the caveats there. You're wearing just your generic masks in public when you can't maintain social distancing. Okay, got it. Face coverings may help prevent people who have COVID-19 from spreading the virus to others. Okay, let me repeat that one because that one is key and that is the reason why we wear masks. Face coverings may, not do, but may help people who have COVID-19 from spreading the virus to others. That's the reason for wearing a mask. That's the only medical reason for wearing a mask. They add that cloth face coverings are most likely to reduce the spread of COVID-19 when they are widely used by people in public settings. I do want to point out the verbiage here. May help. Most likely to. Okay, nothing's 100% here. And then the CDC continues to say, cloth face coverings should not be worn by children under the age of two or anyone who has trouble breathing, is unconscious, incapacitated, or otherwise unable to remove the mask without assistance. Let me make that clear. These masks present a risk to some people in some conditions. So they should not wear the mask. Okay? Anyone who has trouble breathing. What does that mean? There are a lot of different reasons why you may have trouble breathing, but if you have a health condition that makes it difficult for you to breathe, then you are more susceptible to the dangers of COVID-19. So in a way, what they're saying here is if you are one of the more at-risk people, probably you shouldn't be wearing a mask. Again, the mask is not protecting you from catching COVID-19. It is not. It doesn't help you. So don't wear the mask to protect yourself out of fear. Now, there are very legitimate reasons for you to wear a mask, and I want to make those clear as well. Number one, there are people that catch the SARS coronavirus 2 that get COVID-19 and they're asymptomatic. That means that their immune system is doing so well or they got such a light case that they may not even realize that they're sick and it is possible for them to be contagious, right? Number two, when you do get COVID-19, then you will go through a period prior to symptoms in which you have the illness and you may be contagious and you don't know it yet. In these two situations, you would not have reason to isolate yourself or quarantine yourself from others. So you could be actively out in public, not know that you are a carrier and that you could be making people sick. Granted, it's less likely that you're making people sick if you're asymptomatic, because if you're asymptomatic, you're not coughing, you're not sneezing, you're not doing the things that we know forcefully spread the virus. But talking and singing and even breathing, yes, they can spread the virus. If you know you have symptoms, you should not be in public anyway. So let me make this very clear. The reason for wearing a mask is to reduce the chance that someone who does not know that he or she is sick could spread the illness.
So I just said earlier, masks do not stop viruses from passing through. So how does a mask help at all if someone is sick to contain the illness? There is a valid scientific way that they help. The viruses don't just fly individually out of our noses and mouths very much. And that's because the human body is a very wet and humid environment. We have saliva, we have mucus. When we sneeze or we cough or we talk and a little spittle goes flying through the room, that is a carrier for the virus. The moisture droplets that we excel. When you go outside on a cold winter day and you breathe out, you see the fog that comes out of your mouth. Those are the moisture droplets that are always there when we're breathing, right? It's just in the wintertime, you can see them more easily because they, uh, they condense rather than evaporating quickly. Okay, those moisture droplets are large enough that the mask can catch the majority of them. Not all of them, but the mask catches them or redirects them. If you cough into a mask, then your cough goes up out the top, out the sides, and down the bottom, especially if the mask isn't securely fitted to your face. And a lot of the, uh, the particulates when you cough or sneeze, hit the mask and stop. A lot of them still go out, but they're not going forward into someone else's face. Instead of jumping forward the six feet, that's where the six foot social distancing came from. Instead of jumping forward, they are going down onto your own neck, into your hair, that kind of thing. So it keeps someone from getting a, you know, coughed on directly. It keeps someone from inhaling directly what you're exhaling. At least it reduces the chances. That is the reason for the mask. I want to make that very clear. It is not protecting you from getting COVID-19. It is protecting susceptible populations from getting coughed on directly. That's it. So if you have COVID-19 and you don't know that you have COVID-19, you won't spit in someone's face. You won't cough in someone's face and make them sick. That is a legitimate reason for wearing a mask, right? But I just wanted to make it very clear because I see so much fear and so many people that are starting to judge one another over the masks that the mask is not protecting you. The mask is protecting others. So it does no good whatsoever to wear a mask alone at home. What's the point? It does no good whatsoever to wear a mask when you're walking on a trail in the woods unless you get close to other people and you decide to have a conversation with them. If you are adequately socially distanced, the mask is doing virtually nothing except for restricting your breathing. I want to share something else from the Center of Disease Control website regarding caregivers of people with COVID-19. Listen to this sentence carefully. Those caring for someone who is sick with COVID-19 at home or in a non-healthcare setting may also wear a cloth covering. However, the protective effects, how well the cloth face coverings protects healthy people from breathing in the virus, are unknown. To prevent getting sick, caregivers should also continue to practice everyday preventative actions. Avoid close contact as much as possible, clean hands often, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands, and frequently clean and disinfect surfaces. The CDC continues to go on to talk about situations where the masks are a serious problem. Let me just give you the quick list without reading the whole thing because it's in paragraph form and I can give you the bullet points. Number one, People who are deaf or hard of hearing cannot see your mouth move if you have a mask on. They may be relying on watching you talk to be able to understand what you're saying. 
So you can see this is a major problem for people that have a hearing difficulty. Number two, some people with intellectual and de developmental disabilities or mental health conditions, they may have challenges wearing the face covering. Younger children who are unable to wear the face covering properly and who may not be able to take it off if they need to can be at risk from wearing the mask. Also, you should not wear face coverings when engaged in activities that could cause the face covering to become wet, meaning like swimming at the beach or at the pool. A wet cloth face covering can create some serious breathing difficulties and dangers. People who are engaged in high intensity activities should not wear a mask because you are restricting your breathing when you're running or mountain biking. People who work in a setting where the face covering may increase the risk of heat related illnesses should probably not wear the mask in that setting. Instead, they should be practicing social distancing. People need to be able to breathe to keep their body heat right. And you don't want to have a heat stroke because you're wearing a mask or be choking on your own fumes, right? You need to be healthy in the way that you breathe. If you are not breathing easily through your mask, then replace it, <laughs> okay? If it's not easy to breathe through your mask, then you have the wrong solution. The CDC also puts this paragraph. Cloth face coverings are not surgical masks or respirators. Not. Currently, those are critical supplies that should continue to be reserved for healthcare workers and other medical first responders. As recommended by the current CDC guidance, cloth face coverings are also not appropriate substitutes for them in workplaces where masks or respirators are recommended or required and available. What's the point of that? They're saying that the type of masks that we're using in public are not the surgical masks. They are not the respirators. And if they were, that's a problem because those need to be used for surgeons and in medical situations. Okay, so I've told you the facts. And a brief summary is the mask doesn't really protect you from getting the virus. It only protects you from giving the virus to someone else if you were to sneeze or cough or spit in their face. That is a valid reason for wearing a mask, but don't wear a mask to protect yourself. You might be making it worse. Okay. And that there are populations that should not wear a mask in certain situations or for some people at all. So if you see someone that doesn't have a mask on, do not judge that person. You do not know what their situation is. Okay. So with that one statement, I just asserted an opinion. And from this point forward, I'm going to share a lot of my opinions about mask wearing. I've told you the facts. Now here are the opinions. I am very concerned about the negative impacts that extensive mask wearing can have. I still believe in using masks appropriately and protecting all people who are susceptible to the dangers of COVID-19. And we are not all 
susceptible to the dangers of COVID-19. I want to make that clear. There are two camps. There are those who are susceptible and those who will weather getting the illness just fine without any problems. You may not know which camp you're in, and you certainly can't know which camp someone else is in. That's the reason for using the mask respectably. But here are things I think we need to avoid socially as much as possible when it comes to mask wearing. Number one, I don't think that anyone should judge anyone else for wearing or not wearing a mask. You don't know their situation. The judgment must stop. Okay, people aren't stupid for wearing a mask, and people certainly may not be stupid for not wearing a mask. If you see someone that does not have on a mask, I don't think your first response should be accusations and anger. They have their reasons. And it may not be that they're callous and careless and don't care about susceptible populations. Okay, did you hear me there? They may not be callous and careless and not caring about susceptible situations. They may be doing everything within their control to protect others and care for others. You don't know that. The fact that they don't have on a mask may mean that they are suffering in a situation where the mask is dangerous. Or perhaps they are legitimately in a situation where social distancing is adequate and the mask is completely unnecessary. There's another problem with these masks that I want everyone to be aware of. I am not saying you should not wear a mask, but I am saying that when you are in a setting where people are wearing masks, you need to be aware of this. Most human communication, when you're face-to-face, is nonverbal. We learn more about what the person is saying and trust with what the person is saying and understanding the communication between people through nonverbal communication than we do through our actual words. This is one of the reasons why I'm not a fan of texting on a phone. I'm not a fan of strictly writing emails because people misunderstand each other so easily when they cannot make out the facial expressions. Whenever a mask is worn, it is difficult to make out the facial expressions. The eyes help. We can see a lot through the eyes. They're the windows of the soul, but it's not the full picture. You can't see the rest of the face. And I just want you to be aware of that. Whenever you're in a situation with masked people, it is hard to interpret what someone is saying, especially if they're not using words. In the grocery store, you meet people and you have eyes. Are they smiling? Are they frowning? Are they laughing? Are they mocking? Are they angry? Are they happy? Are they at peace? Are they stressed? You can tell a little bit from the eyes, but not that much. So give people the benefit of the doubt, okay? Don't assume what people are trying to communicate when their face is covered. We just have to be more clear than that. We have to use words like, I feel like this, If you're covering your face, right? I am feeling this. It really matters. I also have another huge concern, not just about the masks, but about COVID-19 in general. And that concern is the way that it is increasing isolation. When people put on a mask, they kind of feel like they're hiding from the world or they feel like everyone is hiding from them. I went into a store the other day and I was checking out with a mask on and I laughed and I told the person that was running the cash register, if I came in here like this a few months ago, you would have called the cops. And he laughed and said, you're right. I would have called the cops because if people are covering their face, it means they're up to no good. That has been the message of covering your face for thousands of years. You're up to no good. And 
although we know better, that is our first gut reaction when we see a masked person. They're up to no good. So you start your interaction with someone with that gut instinct, probably need to work to overcome that or at least be very aware of it. It's a bias. When I go through the grocery store these days, I see fear everywhere. Everyone thinks that everyone is up to no good because people are covering, they're hiding their faces. We have to be aware of that. That is a social problem with wearing masks. We need to get to a point where we don't need to wear these masks anymore. But while we are wearing these masks, please understand people are doing it for a good reason. And you have to remind yourself not to have that visceral gut response that a masked person is up to no good. It's probably just the opposite, right? And let's talk about the isolation. This illness has caused more isolation than I've seen in my entire life socially. People first were locked down. They had to stay at home and then they're told that they have to wear masks and they're told that they can't meet, they can't go to church. You know, all of the things that we've already been through. We're coming out the other side of that. We are seeing the case counts increase for COVID-19. We are going to see a lot more people get sick before this is over and that's okay. Most of us can get COVID-19 with no ill effects. It's just, you know, something you got to go through. But for the susceptible populations, it represents a much bigger problem. I don't know how many times I've said that. If you think you're a susceptible person, then practice extra concern and care for yourself. And if you are caring for a susceptible person, then practice extra care to take care of that person, okay? But there's one more aspect of wearing a mask that I want to talk about here because I feel like if there is a problem, the best thing to do is to put it on the table. I'm putting this one on the table for everyone to kick around a little bit. Wearing a mask is telling the world that you agree with the danger of COVID-19. It is telling the world that you agree with the government's stand on COVID-19. It's telling the world that you agree with the public health orders. It is a communication that says, I'm in solidarity with those who are making the decisions and enforcing public health orders in a state of emergency. I think that good-hearted people are all in agreement that we want to do everything we can to protect everyone because every life matters. Every life matters. Good-hearted people are trying to do the right thing. They don't have to agree on the best way to do the right thing. And a public health official should be better educated and know how to manage these sorts of health crises and have information that the general population does not have. And we should give them the benefit of the doubt that they do have more information and are trying to do right things. That said, we all have our opinions and we are entitled to our opinions. I don't want to create a big pushback. I want to take care of people. I want this health crisis to be over as soon as possible. And I want to make love-based decisions. That does not mean that I have to agree with every whim of every health department person across America or around the world. We do have to take care of others. We do need to act out of love and compassion for others. I have recently heard people say that it's so selfish for people to resist wearing the mask because all you're doing is potentially hurting others, that it's an act of selfishness and ignorance, and that it's not loving. I'm sure that there are cases where a person not wearing a mask does feel that way. But even from the CDC website, there are populations of people that are recommended not to wear the masks. So we can't accuse other people 
Some people also are heavily, heavily opposed to the mask wearing. They know how to keep their cough and their sneeze to themselves, and they want to breathe freely, and they want to communicate with others openly. They want their face to be seen and understood. They want their nonverbal communication to not be interrupted. They want to not promote fear, but rather promote confidence that we together will pass through this epidemic, we'll come out the other side of it, and it's going to be okay. And the mask to them is a symbol of just the opposite. It's a symbol of fear. It's a symbol of ignorance. It's a symbol of control. Control by people that don't have the right to control. And I know that people say that's just a selfish position. You can't say that. People are trying to do the right thing. Time will tell. We can look back from the future and we'll understand the impacts that this epidemic had on us as a society. Right now, we're in the midst of it. A lot of people have been saying recently, unprecedented times. Of course, they're difficult times. They're not unprecedented. The human race has been through much bigger issues many, many times over historically. The way that we're dealing with it in the United States and in other free countries, well, that's kind of new. That's true. We've not seen this like this before. But I'm tired of hearing unprecedented times justify X, Y, or Z. I'm not sure that it does. I have a lot of doubts about that. I will work to take care of others. I want us all to lovingly care for others. But be open to the idea in your mind. Consider for a moment that not every outcome from this is going to be positive. Be aware of all of these situations so that you won't be confused by them. If we are awake and aware and paying attention then we can be informed and make decisions that are best for ourselves and for those around us and for society as a whole. Is wearing a mask the best thing to do right now for society as a whole? Yeah, we're trying to take care of people. You don't want to be coughing and sneezing in people's faces. But if you're going to wear a mask, be very aware of the problems with nonverbal communication and also that you're communicating that you are in agreement with the public health orders and the way that this crisis is being handled. Now, you may not feel that way, and you should not assume that someone else does, but that is what it communicates. So be aware of that. You've also heard a lot of people that are resisting the way that COVID-19 is being handled using such common phrases as, all it takes for evil to win is for good people to do nothing. Let me say that again. All it takes for evil to win is for good people to do nothing. Well, that has historically proven over and over and over again. We must always be sober-minded, educated, and very aware 
so that we can guard against the evils that the human race creates. That is an act of love. That is an act not of fear, but a responsibility that every man, woman, and child has. The human race makes mistakes, and when we make a mistake, we have to admit where we were wrong, we have to stand up and put a stop to it, and we have to move forward in a positive and loving direction. If we don't do that, then history can repeat itself. Keep your eyes open. Keep your heart open. Be loving. Be caring. Be informed. And understand that there are some reasons, some very legitimate reasons, that people are scared to wear a mask. There are people who are scared not to wear a mask. But there are people who are scared to wear a mask. They don't want to see the world slip. And I know that sounds crazy to people who think that the mask is loving and caring for others. I'm not saying that the way that COVID-19 is being handled is wrong. Instead, I am pleading for tolerance on both sides of this issue. Less taking sides and pointing fingers and accusing and using words like selfishness and uncaring and ignorant. But we can be informed and we can do right things. What's the right thing right now? Lovingly care for others. So I wear a mask. I wear a mask when I go into the grocery store. I wear the mask because I'm caring for others. That said, I do not wear the mask because I agree with the way that this COVID-19 crisis has been handled. We all are entitled to our opinions. I know that many health officials are doing the very best they can, and I do want all of us to come out the other side of this healthy and strong and free. The mask very well may be doing more harm than good. I don't know how to evaluate that, but I do know one thing. If everyone wearing a mask saves one life, it's probably worth it. I also would encourage people to understand that if you're out on a hiking trail, you don't need to wear a mask. And if someone else isn't, you shouldn't be shocked. Don't be afraid. Don't hide behind the mask in fear. It's not protecting you anyway. It's protecting other people from COVID-19. What's important is that instead of being isolated and separated and pointing fingers and taking sides and divisions and strife and anger. We have too much of that in the world. If the last few weeks haven't proven that, then I don't know what would. We have far too much of that in the world. We need to be getting together and understanding each other, accommodating each other, loving each other, supporting each other, building each other up, making wise decisions together rather than screaming at each other for doing things we disagree with. It's critical as a human race that we allow love and maturity and consideration to be the guide. That needs to be the order of the day. I hope that you didn't find this discouraging. I hope that now you better understand what masks can and cannot do and what some of the social implications are. This coronavirus epidemic seems to be lasting a very long time. There's no surprise there. We knew it would. We saw the numbers. We saw how it would play out. It's going to be a lot longer. We're already losing patience. People are becoming more volatile. Listen, take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. Let's support each other through this. And remember, even though we have to practice social distancing, we don't need to isolate ourselves. We need to love each other. It's going to be 
okay. It really is. We just have to practice a lot of patience. So until the next show, and I don't know when that will be, be safe out there and let love be your guide.